we could go back back like what was your first you email address name because i can't even say it out loud i'm too embarrassed <laughs> you have to say it out loud i will, will, I will tell you mine okay i'll go yeah, first you go first <laughs> i can't even what? say it out loud either <laughs> Hey ladies. Hey ladies and welcome back to Herspective. I am so excited for this episode because it's a pretty big one and I'm excited for your, our listeners to hear but I'm mostly excited for Jess to share a very important story because I don't even know it yet. So <laughs> this is a big deal. This is like a memorable moment. This is This episode will be forever like <laughs> favorited <laughs> yeah this is like the the episode after i guess or yeah you know the one after like you know how when friends episodes all the names are the one blank yes yes yeah so it's like oh you know after. what i just realized then uh bird's papaya sarah she yeah. That's why she calls all her podcast episodes the one about and then whatever. Yeah. yeah. Because she's a friend's like fanatic. And because yeah. I was like, this is super weird. Like, why would you do that every time? But now I get it. Clearly, she's... I'm not a friend's fanatic. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Although I will say as a friend's fanatic, I always thought it was a little bit weird. The the choices that they chose um, for the for the names like for me, I would have done like if anyone who's a friends fanatic is listening you know what I mean so it'll be like the one where you know Phoebe goes for a walk but really it's like the one where Ross gets a a spray tan do you know what I mean so it's like I don't think they titled a lot of them properly so when you go look through it it's unclear but anyways it was probably um, on purpose they don't want to give too much episode away at the time maybe yeah they don't anyway enough about friends (laughs) okay you say it you just say it. Okay. Everybody, this is a huge announcement. Jess got engaged. She is officially a fiance. No, we cannot like talk about anything else at the top of the show first. Like I, I just, we have to get into it. There's no like, no hype up. I just, I want to hear all about it. And I want our listeners to hear because I haven't, I knew you got engaged. Obviously, you're not telling obviously. me that on the show. But um I don't I don't know the story yet. So it's like exciting and we wanted to share it with our listeners. So now it's your turn. So go. Um first <laughs> of all, I have to say does anyone else feel like fiance is the most cringeworthy title? Like ew. I, I know, and that's why I can't. was calling you that because I know you hate it. And yeah. like, Jess, you're a fiance. fiance. You're, it's like it's like saying uncut jumps. You're a fiance. I know. <laughs> I feel embarrassed being like, oh, my my fiance. Like, he's my boyfriend. He's my roommate. He's your fiance. He's my, he's my husband to be. Like, I'd rather call him my husband to be than my fiance. <laughs> Is that lame? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's to each his own. Like, I feel like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I refer to Justin as my fiance. Like, I did. But yeah, I, it was weird for sure. Yeah. It's a weird, it's I, a I weird like word. Like it's clearly French and 
like I actually don't even know. I'm assuming it is, but um, <laughs> it sounds like French. it is. It's it just French. feels like so like it sounds pretentious. It does. Why? I don't know why. I don't know it why is, because it's just it what deserves, it is. It deserves its own title. Like it's a new thing, I guess. But to me, literally zero has changed. Uh, <laughs> we still, well, like, yeah. You know, it's not different. I guess same thing when you get married. What's different? It's a different status, right? Like you're not just boyfriend and girlfriend. You're now fiancés. And then when you're married, you're husband and wife. So it's it gives the title for the new status of your relationship. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the weird thing. So I never liked calling him my boyfriend as much as like I would prefer like partner because, you know, you can be 10 and have a boyfriend. You know what I mean? So I just, yeah, it's not like I wanted to show more respect to him or our relationship. It was more just like, I feel like we're a little too old for that. You know how Mr. Yeah, Big says there's that? <laughs> stigma around the titles too. And there people have associate different like feelings with those titles, I guess. And I never really thought of using the word partner until someone called their partner by it when I was working, I think... At, in a at the bank or something and i was like and truth be told like i was like are you a lesbian yeah yeah because it kind of has that connotation <laughs> or are as well. you gay like and and that's my own ignorance at the time because it was just not something no, that I think people were calling each used. other yeah i think people were yeah. doing that i more so than heterosexual couples in my experience that's what i thought so too like same what you're saying, and that, i agreed so but i think that came with the fact that it was just a more mature sounding title because this particular person was in a heterosexual relationship. So they it they were just calling them their partner because that's what they were. So and now I have adopted that term, too. I will say my partner. Obviously, I can say my husband. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a weird it thing. Is. Like when you're now <laughs> in that world and like all the titles, which there's actually that's one of the things I wanted to chat about because we are going to be talking like wedding stuff as well. But there's. Um, and we'll come back to it, but just like titles of things and um, people, especially celebrities, like I feel like they make up names to like change the vibe around things that they've done. Like they call one thing something else just because I think they feel like it makes them look better. Anyway, we'll get into like that. what? Well, I don't want to get into it now. Okay. Although I have literally zero idea what you're talking about. <laughs> You will. You will. Okay. Um, but no, more importantly, we need to talk about, like, your engagement. You got engaged okay. in yeah, so, Portugal. So, yeah, it was amazing. Okay. And you know what's weird? I was thinking about it after the fact because when I always thought the idea of a guy proposing on, um, like, a birthday or Christmas or something like that, I'm like, no, that's cheap. Like, it's two different occasions. Like, make it a special day. So then I feel... I was thinking about it after the fact, like, oh, why didn't I feel that way about our trip? But it made it even more special of a trip of instead of detracting from, like, the value of the trip, kind of, you know what I, I mean? I agree with that. I wouldn't have, I would not want to be proposed to on a birthday or a day that is associated with something like else. Christmas, like, even Valentine's if it was somebody day. else's, like, anniversary or something like that or, like, yeah, I don't know. Definitely not any of the major holidays. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. That's because then it's what if you break up? Like, what if you get divorced? 
Or, like, that day is already super special, and there's a whole bunch of days in the year that are, like, not. So, pick a Pick a random day. fucking day, yeah. There's like, 365 yeah. days. You <laughs> Just could don't do it on that day. Any of the 361 <laughs> that are not already, yeah. like, Even Halloween taken. is better, like, so, but it's funny because I was that's thinking. That's my nightmare. Don't ever, not that I plan on getting proposed to again, but To your if next I do, future husband. Don't even, if you're listening because you may be my future partner. Don't propose to me on Halloween. <laughs> Don't. If your current partner is listening, just never mind this. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's for women. But um, so, yeah, I, I did feel like it didn't, it wasn't uh, my initial expectation of like what I was saying, how um, – it feels like it takes away from the the amazing trip. It felt like it made the trip even more. It made it like the engagement even more special because it's like, wow, I got engaged in Portugal. And I felt that way because it was so beautiful. So this is what happened. And I'm just so surprised that he pulled it off. Not that he's like, he's not useless or anything, but like, I, I wouldn't consider him like <laughs> sword. He's I not know. useless. <laughs> or anything. <laughs> I, I wouldn't consider him particularly suave, right? But okay. he did. He's he's a cool, chill guy. He's not like, you know, suave. I don't know where that word is coming from, but <laughs> I wouldn't use it that word to describe fitting. him. Yeah. Well, so, uh, do you mean romantic? Like he's not. No, like like smooth. super romantic. I, he I wouldn't consider him. I, I'm surprised the way it happened. I had I did not see it coming. I was so shocked when he did it. You know, so this is why. Okay, so we were walking on the beach and it was like kind of shitty weather beforehand. But then all of a sudden the weather gods like completely changed their mind, decided to offer us the most beautiful day of ever. And um, we walked to we found this like random little like remote private inlet, which was weird. And and this is what I mean about him being smooth, because, like, this was all off the top of his head, because obviously you can't plan for these things. So anyways, we got there, and I was like, oh, Lauren's going to want me to take some content, uh, <laughs> so I should do a recording. I'm and glad that the pod was, like, forefront yeah. in your mind <laughs> on your romantic yeah. Portugal <laughs> hunt, a getaway. You I know. know really like, you're always in my head. <laughs> you're always in my head. So Good. I was like, okay, let me do that. And that's another thing. How could he have known that I would have suggested filming content? Because I that involves not having him in any photos. So it's not even, not even like I was like, come pose for this photo. I'm like, oh, I need to do some filming on my own, away from you. Which again, right. led to this amazing um, outcome as well. So, and how could he have foreseen that either? So this is him thinking off the top of his head based on all these things. So anyways, I, as we all know, I suck at social media and filming. So all I knew to do was hold the selfie stick out and like do a spin so you can get a 360 <laughs> and, and smile while doing it. Like that's, that was my content for you. I'm, I'm yet to receive this content. I know. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah, excited now. <laughs> so you'll see. And then he was like, (laughs) so then on my way around, I'm like spinning all of a sudden you just because I'm still recording. I got it all on camera. It was hilarious. So you see me spinning around it like doing a, a 360, I guess you could say. And on my way back, he's just kneeling down on one knee with the ring and he's proposing and I'm 
so you see on camera, I'm like, oh my god, I know. So you see the video of me like for the content part where I'm doing this smile uh, and I'm like and then all you see is me go oh my god what the fuck (laughs) as he's down on one knee in true Jess form what the fuck are you doing down there (laughs) can't you see I'm trying to film content get up content (laughs) so anyway it was just hilarious it was perfect I was like oh my god and so did you like fall over because you were mid-spin and then all of a sudden you're like blown away by your partner on his knee with a ring and you're like spinning around? I feel like I would just, <laughs> just fall over. Just doing some spins. No, I, I stood still and I accepted the ring and <laughs> I accepted. I accept. Not yes. You were like, I accept. The funniest this, part was. This offering. I don't even, he's like, I don't remember if I asked and I don't remember if you said yes and I'm like I also do not remember because the what you see on camera is like I'm I'm obviously focusing on him so I'm not really holding it well so you can't really see it all but you get the gist anyways but we will share this content because yes we will everyone needs to see this moment (laughs) after all this the one about about just getting engaged yes (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's the story and then we went and uh Oh my god! And then it was hilarious because I had law. I just realized we went to eat right after, like on the beach. Um, gorgeous fish, like beautiful, you know, beautiful beach meal. Um, looking over the ocean, and then I realized I got a little chilly. I'm like, oh, where's my favorite shirt? It's the one that we both have, the linen shirt. Oh no! Um, and I had shoved it in. You know, I didn't put it in the backpack he was wearing. You know, when you put it like um, through the the hoops, like along his back. Yeah. Yeah, Through the strap. Sorry. And it fell out. I'm like, you, (gasps) I lost my fucking shirt. And I was so mad. And I'm going on and on about the shirt. He's like, what if we just focused on the fact that we just got engaged or or no? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I lost my favorite shirt. (laughs) Screw the stupid engagement. (laughs) I'm like that we can deal with later. But right now I have to be upset about my favorite linen shirt. And it was funny because when I was getting dressed earlier, I was, I was admiring that shirt. I'm like, this is really like the best linen shirt ever. And I was so happy with it. And then I lost it. But. (laughs) Cliffhanger. I ended up finding it. So it literally that was is the amazing. best day. There's nothing more satisfying than finding a piece of jewelry clothing that you absolutely love yeah. when you thought you lost yeah. it. Like that, that is almost it. a better feeling than getting engaged, I have to say. I'm not going to lie to you. They both <laughs> to the love of your side life. by side. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you, I can pretty much agree because I experienced both at the same time. And you know, it's funny when we called my mom and told her, what happened I'm like but mom I also lost my my shirt and, and I knew she'd be like what and feel what I was feeling <laughs> and we all felt that when you told that everybody listening is like oh, yeah not that shirt the, I, I feel for you yeah the one that you admired as you put on in the morning and you're like this is really just so the best nice and this so I made nicest. him walk up and down the beach again to look for it couldn't find it um and then I somebody ended up hanging it up so, um like further down and I got mm-hmm. it and it was like really truly the best day <laughs> so Some let's good, rename honest this to the Portuguese one where people I know the one where Jess found her shirt <laughs> <laughs> that's that's let's subheading she also got engaged 
But really, she found her shirt. Secondary <laughs> importance of the story. I would have been more upset because at the lunch, I was also Googling said shirt and I couldn't find it. So it was <laughs> yeah, well, I got really that upsetting. shirt for you from Saks. I know. Yeah, that was the, there's no I, I know the, the brand and I they just don't have it anymore. So it was like really irreplaceable. And I was just wondering, like, how we were going to fit in hours of me searching the Portuguese shops for a new linen shirt. And, like, anyways, it was becoming stressful. And then it was all alleviated and all right in the world. Well, I'm <laughs> super glad to hear that you found your shirt. But I'm also so, so happy for yeah. you that <laughs> you guys got engaged. Because, I mean, it's better, quite honestly, it's better that you lost a shirt because it's, like, bigger than if you lost your brand new engagement ring. Um, which we will yeah. post a picture of so y'all can yes. see because obviously we need to see the ring because um, we are still girls. So hello. Um, I know. But, <laughs> um, but, it, but it is, you're an interesting like study for engagements and weddings because A, you work weddings, like you are a wedding coordinator sometimes on the side, but you also are also very unconventional that way. Like you yeah. don't, you know, you don't follow the quote unquote norms of like a girl getting engaged and or the all trends. the things that. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I'm curious to know like what your plans are now because are you going to do the big engagement party? Are you going to like what's <laughs> no. the wedding? Because it all happens so fast. Like people get engaged and then you are bombarded with questions like, oh, well, when's yeah. the wedding and how many people and what are you going to do and what are you going to wear? No, no, no. And it's like, whoa, I haven't even absorbed the fact that I'm engaged yet or enjoyed it because and that is like what society does. Like even our friends as friends, we put that pressure on the person that just got engaged. Like we need to know every single detail about now what instead of like enjoy your engagement because like it's a special moment. Yeah, nobody has said every single person that I've said is like, oh, so when's the wedding? Like as if I would get engaged and then just have a wedding pre-planned and like ready to execute (laughs) the next day. Yeah, well, the wedding. So let me. The wedding's tomorrow. I can make this question super easy for you. Um, after having planned weddings, and now especially after being engaged, all I can tell you is that I do not want a wedding. <laughs> I the thought of spending frivolous money on a night that is like it. it Listen, I love the value of having a party, and and we will. Don't worry, we will. But I, it will not be like anything crazy. Um, You know, I just work so many weddings where the brides are up at five to do makeup for four hours and then photographs for five hours and then they're sweating. They haven't eaten. There's no time to eat. They don't know anyone, half the people at their wedding. That sounds like the worst day ever. So (laughs) the idea of a wedding for me would be the opposite of that. Like so fucking chill. In fact, like, I'm thinking let's just hop on a plane and go somewhere for a week together and one of the nights will be a wedding and then the rest will be whatever the fuck we want. So that's pretty yeah, much I think what that's be. called a destination wedding. So <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, I like it's You still have to get even... married in Canada first and Ontario first, but And that's the thing, like I don't even care about any of this. Like the truth of the matter is that none of this really matters. I know it matters to Ian and like it's fun yes of course it's like you know an adult an adult relationship rite of passage you know it's symbolizing things it's not lost on me but um the priority is is you know buying a house it's putting money towards things like that as as opposed to if I was rich sure I'd plan a 
you know, big, huge, extravagant. Party still, though, because yeah. that's – it's got to and, – and I think that's great that you have that, like, foresight because I think too many people get caught up in what is expected of us now as, as like, a bride and then also as engaged people. And it's, like, just expected yes. that you have this big party. And, and I remember – or not just party, but like this big wedding, this very luxurious, with all the traditions, like, whole experience with all the traditions, yeah. and um, and I remember when I got engaged, like it, I did feel that pressure, like kind of yeah. right away, and not so much that people were like on me, but it was just like, oh, and now I have to like actually get married, like now and I have spend to that money, do all the stuff, like <laughs> yeah, plan, yeah, it, spend being the money. engaged is great, but now I have to then do everything do that stuff. comes with it, and. <laughs> Same, exciting, but luckily for us, we did buy the house first. We also had the kids yeah. first, so yeah, yeah. And see, <laughs> we that's, did everything that's backwards. More important, if we had a kid and if we bought a house, like that is what matters to me. I would no problem if he if we got the marriage license mailed to the house, sign it, mail it back, like fine, and then do something later when we have. It's not like I don't I don't know. I just can't imagine spending thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on on one evening that is gonna fly by and I, I want I don't know it's just no but priority. honestly I think that's super important that you say that because I do think people need to know you can do whatever you want yeah at the yeah. end of the day it's your life it's you and your partner it's whatever memory you want to have and I agree with you I've been to enough weddings and experienced my own which we did it really scaled back and I think I've talked about it on the show before but we yeah. did it the way we wanted to do it however yeah. there was still a lot of like traditional stuff that got put in there which I'm not disappointed of but if I could redo it again I would change some things yeah. um but all in all it was like the best time like it was a great night it was yeah. a party that's exactly what we wanted we didn't do mm-hmm. sit down dinner we didn't oh, go the crazy spending. We did not go into debt for it. And we were determined to buy a house prior to getting married. Because, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Priorities. Why would I? It's, it's kind of, and people might hate on me for saying this, but it, in a way is kind of just throwing money away. You don't get any. Well, you get it back in a way. If people From give you monetary yeah. gifts. Yes. Sometimes you break even. Sometimes you make a ton of money. Sometimes not at all, though. It really depends. And I guess it depends culture, religion, family, yeah. amount yeah. of people, what, how much you spent totally. in the first place. Are you getting help? Like there's, And that's where the pressure starts coming from, right? Like, no, am I going to get it back? Like, how, And then it's also weird because, and this was the thing that uh, Justin and I struggled with, it's like, so we know how much we're spending on this wedding based on thinking like, oh, but are we going to get it back? And then you start calculating like, oh, if there's this many people and each person gives. And it's just it takes away from like the glamour and the magic of it because you're now just sort of focusing on like the, well, I just want to break even kind of thing. Like it's weird. It's a very, it's almost, it becomes like a transaction. And um, again, I'm not hating on weddings or my own wedding, but I think that you being aware and experiencing weddings and planning weddings and witnessing it firsthand have such a good handle on like what you really want to have for yourself. Because whether you do a a wedding wedding or like your own type of like married moment, it's it's (laughs) what you're going to look back and remember and be like, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. And you won't have those like regrets or you won't feel the stress of like, oh my God, if we just didn't spend on that one thing, we would have saved it. Like, you know what I mean? You should never, it 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 really does. Because again, the pressure comes in and and Mm -hmm. everybody's family is different and they can be like, oh, well, aren't you going to invite aunt 
Lucy from friggin' your dad's sister's mom's brother's side? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like who? I've never yeah. even met that person. <laughs> and But you did say something that I think personally for me in this situation hit the nail on the head. You want to look back and remember. And that is one thing that I did notice working with brides is um, I'm working all of these weddings, all of different, you know, ethnicities, like so many different traditions. So much of the time they're like, I don't even know what happened today. I don't even, they didn't even eat their own dinner. Like they haven't even had time for a, a, a champagne. Like to me, that is the worst case scenario like yeah, I, I didn't eat of course mine, i want to eat my dinner all. we did and like that's nuts. past apps and like yeah cocktail style and i did not eat one morsel of it and i know the food was fantastic because like that's part of why we like got what we did because it was good it was really good food and i'm like i haven't eaten i don't even remember yeah. when i ate and like and everybody wants to talk to the bride, which is lovely. Yep. So then you're also like immediately after the ceremony, you're yeah. pulled like, oh, come Bombarded. talk to me, come pictures, yeah. this. And it is lovely. It is fun. It is like you feel so special and beautiful, but you do not get to spend yeah. the moment in the moment, right? And so, the last thing you're doing is spending time with your partner usually because you now yeah. are entertaining. Oh, no, you're split up like instantly. Yeah, the whole time. And yeah. so that's the thing. It's funny after, and I'm not. I don't hate weddings. Um, I hate some aspects of weddings. Like, I don't know why anyone wants to do a sit down dinner. I don't oh, God, know no. why you hate your guests. Um, sorry, but <laughs> you do. And <laughs> you want to torture like, everyone is, for four did. straight hours, and then you expect everyone to get up and want to party after they've fallen asleep in their They're, plate. They're so full now because they've had four courses. They've moved on to like dessert and coffee. That's the signal of the end of the day. I don't know anyone that's now like, okay, let's go get drunk and party. Like, t- it's so sleepy. <laughs> I've and now had they've my also listened. Yeah, you've had your like before bed tea, but you've also now been really put to sleep because you listened to the fucking mother of the bride drone on for 25 minutes. And honestly, to me, that I. I if anyone wants to do a speech on my wedding, you have a minute because nobody <laughs> gives a fuck what you're saying except for me. And then if you're doing a speech on my wedding, you're already one of my close friends. I already know what you're saying. So just give you have a minute like not speeches necessary. are tough. Like I, I agree. I was like, OK, I told my parents, I'm like, you don't have like endless time. You have like no. eight minutes, like max. And that's that long. is crazy. Yeah, that's um, I don't time. even think I gave them that. My dad was the only one that really droned on. But like what are you gonna do it's your dad I'm the daughter like it's father of the bride and he was funny and that's when I don't mind it because some people are so great at like emceeing yes. giving speeches so it was it was a good time and but there was like near the end I was like okay I wrap it up like yeah. I love you dad but shut yeah. the hell up um, love you so much but like I, I will talk to you tomorrow and like tell me this and then, any other you know, day yeah and all but the other it, days but that's the thing <laughs> I get that's it. one I get thing it. to call out that sometimes the wedding becomes about everybody else and no longer is about the people getting married it becomes about the mother and the fathers and the friends and oh are they gonna have a good time are they gonna like the food are they gonna get enough to drink or because it's open bar like all of a sudden it becomes about everybody else's experience which is important if you're hosting people you want them to have a good time but you lose the whole purpose of getting married yeah, and that's why i totally agree with 
doing a destination, having mm-hmm. just a big party, go get married at City Hall by yourself, have that like quiet moment, go out for dinner together after and then party. So we can celebrate you and we're not focused and you're not focused on making sure the day goes to, to perfectly, which it won't. It never does. There's always something. Well, and that's the thing too, as a, as a wedding planner. So that was always my job. And I, and this is the thing, I wouldn't hire a wedding planner since I would do it myself. And I, but I understand why you would hire a wedding planner. So here I'm going to plug in if anyone's thinking about it, just do it because they are the ones that will make sure that the brides eat. They're the ones that will pull the bride away for a minute and say, go pee, you know, just give you a second, make sure mm-hmm. you have a drink, um, as well as like make sure things stay on track. So I would uh, warn people doing speeches, you know, keep it quick. We have five minutes for this or whatever. It, obviously, that's not always how it goes. But so I would recommend you you hire um, a, a wedding planner for your wedding. But again, I'm trying to not have like that big thing. So I do not want a wedding planner because that is how shit snowballs. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't have a wedding planner either. And I have to say like my wedding did for the most part go exactly as I wanted it to. A couple snags here and there, but nothing that was derailing and ruined my day or my night or anybody else. So like all in all, it was a great time. But I think because we kept it small, we kept it like Exactly. Without all the traditions and stuff. Exactly. Because it's usually for people with all those, um, you know, religious Mm -hmm. uh, traditions or all those things that need to get accomplished in a wedding. Sometimes there's like 15 things I have to get done and including speeches, including um, the father daughter dance and all that. And I don't even want to do any of that. If if I said to my dad, let's, we have never had a, a like a ball <laughs> never dance danced before. in our life. <laughs> Not like that. Like we're, we're holding Like, why would we just do that on that day? It's so weird. I like, I do not care about that. <laughs> why would I do that with you? We've never dad. done this before, but let's do it right now for the first time in front of all of these people. For everyone so to weird. watch us awkwardly embrace and, and turn like in shuffle circles. around to a song that like <laughs> we've chosen randomly because somebody said like, that's the shit that I'm like, no, dad, you and I are going to have a shot together at my wedding. Okay. We're not going to just like hold each other in front of a whole bunch of people. Like, it's not how we roll. When you break it down like that, it is absolutely hilarious and ridiculous. And I did do the father-daughter dance and Justin did the mother-son dance. And it was, it was nice because you also have those moments, like when you're doing that, you do like kind of talk and like things yes, are said. Yes, you have a minute and, to yourself, yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, your dad or your mom can say things to you that they really want to tell you in that moment because a lot like, of emotions come out, obviously. Yeah. Like it's no, I'm it's not also, hating on it, but but I I totally agree. I felt ridiculous. I was super awkward. <laughs> My dad and I do not ballroom dance together yeah. either. Like it'd be more likely for us to like grab a set of boxing gloves and go at it because like that's what we did for fun. Like he taught me how yeah. to box. So it's like, you know, but it, it is that moment. That, and those are the moments of my wedding that I really, truly remember too. Like it was, it was special. But I will say like sort of side note, as much as you recommend a wedding planner, if, if that's something that people can afford and have, amazing, I agree. I would say it's the same as have a birth doula because once you're going to do the wedding, it's going to be done. Eventually, you're probably going to get pregnant like most people do. If you want kids, then that's kind of typically the next step. Also have a birth doula. They're the wedding planner of 
having a baby. I totally agree with having a birth doula. They talk to the nurses and doctors for you. They also help keep your partner under control and chilled out. They keep things on track. If you have a birth plan, they help push it if you really adamant about it or like we'll talk on your behalf if you want that like it's just it's all of those things but like for giving birth (laughs) like expelling a human from your body (laughs) which is like a big deal um so yes i do have in the same vein like with the wedding planner with the birth doula it's just somebody when you are you know normally you're in control of your life but yeah in those (laughs) moments you're super fucking busy either getting married hosting a party or birthing a child um (laughs) so maybe you just have need a little bit of you know support and advocacy in those moments and that's really what they do and so yes if i do get pregnant and have a kid i will have a birth doula i will have a midwife all the things like why would i try and fucking do this on my own no thank you yeah that was i i didn't have a wedding planner but i did have birth doula with both children and oh my god i do not regret it like it was yeah nobody's ever because your partners are also like just ridiculous at that time they are they can't manage themselves they don't (laughs) know like i mean justin literally did like a buck 40 down um like gerard (laughs) when i was pregnant with jackson so like she i was contracting i was in full labor at that point so like thank god my birth doula was there because she was like can we slow down yeah we might die before we even have this child and that's you know it's better to give birth on the side of the road than to not give birth at all right so um i mean i like i said i'm so excited for you guys i and obviously now you're going to be able to update our listeners on what you are going to do and how the planning is going for whatever you plan to do oh my god it's going to be fun it's going to be exciting and you'll hopefully be able to give people insight and maybe inspiration too of like oh you know what i was planning this big wedding because i felt like i needed to and now i'm not (laughs) not gonna do it. yeah well yeah i I should say like just my opinions obviously i'm very opinionated we all know that so you know don't take me seriously if you want to have all that tradition. It's to each his own. Um, me, I'm just not into it. And to be honest, like, I was with somebody uh, for a really long time, somebody else, that I did have all these thoughts. And, you know, we did talk about all this extravagant big wedding. And now I realized how maybe that's why I feel this way because I realized that was just covering up for obviously the really unhappiness that was going on there. Because now that I am happy, I just don't feel the need for that. Well, I also so, think there it comes with age too, and it comes with exactly yeah. life experience. Like we also have been working for years and years and understand the value of the dollar and the importance. And then the the world is different. Like from when I got married, obviously from when our parents got married to like yeah. people getting married ten years from now, everything is way more expensive. It's way more extravagant. Um, again, none none of it needs to yeah. be. You can do it as small scale or as large as you want, but. The reality of it is, like, for my wedding, that was about $15,000. If you wanted to duplicate that, you're probably looking at 20000 20, Yeah. So yeah. for the exact that same style the wedding, truth. but just because of all of the inflation of everything right now. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That it, is true because I have something to consider. Yeah. And, and, it's and there's a important. difference between keeping it, slow, uh, keeping it low key at 15000 and then for the exact same low key at 25 like that is just unmanaged like it's silly so that's why 
that's partially where I'm coming from as well. Like I said, if I was super rich, fuck it. I would throw a giant party. Still no sit down dinner, but, you know, we wouldn't uh, be missing <laughs> I anything. I giving you that. no dinner. <laughs> but I and I also I'm not dancing with my dad in front of you, but still we'd have like the <laughs> no whole dinner, shebang. no dad dancing. <laughs> They're like, why bother? Why would I come? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I go to weddings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly, that part's weird. But <laughs> anyways, it's weird whether um, you're rich or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, unless you do that, unless you dance with your dad. And some people do. Some people yeah. do, I guess. And that's I don't, fine. I like, don't personally know anyone, but some I, people I know nobody. <laughs> Tell um, us so if you're I've, that person. Are you, like, would you be at your dad's house or your parents' house and be like, yeah, let's just have a dance. Like, cool. I, and dad? maybe, like... You can tell the people, it's, sometimes it's so awkward. Oh, my God. The ones that Well, I'm, like, the just... biggest daddy's girl, and I do not do that sort of thing. And my dad yeah. isn't into that. He wasn't, like, can't wait to dance with you. Weirdly. My dad has already said we're we're not doing any of that shit. I'm like, <laughs> okay, dad. <laughs> but he would be mortified, you know? I don't even think he'd be, like, embarrassed to walk me down the aisle. Like, you yeah. know, but... Well, that's Anyways. a whole other thing, too, is all the eyes on you. Like, some people just cannot. I yeah. I am a Leo. I love it. I'm like, look at me. Same. I'm amazing. That's fine by me. Don't you dare turn away. <laughs> I'm going to look <laughs> fucking gorgeous. Blink. Everything will look amazing, but we'll be in, also enjoying ourselves and chatting. Yes. And I want to get drunk. I want to, you know, I want to fucking have a karaoke machine more so than any of the other shit. So I guess that's the, what it comes down to. I'd rather spend less money on traditional wedding stuff and more money on party stuff. <laughs> Down. I'm yeah. excited. For oh, we're going to have fun. This planning yeah. rolling and share it. And obviously I need to be part of it. So um, obviously. <laughs> but so, OK, switching gears a little bit because yeah, um, obviously we can talk about your wedding forever and your engagement. And uh, but what I was saying at the top of the show about name like wording that people use specifically celebrities because obviously the world has not stopped talking about the oscars and Mm -hmm. therefore we have to talk about it um because it was like i watched it happen like in not live obviously i wasn't there but like in real time where i was like (laughs) oh this is a weird joke like this is a weird skit and then it wasn't a skit and obviously it it was so insane Everybody knows, has to know. If you don't know, you are living under a rock. But um, Will Smith obviously slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. And it was jaw-dropping because he assaulted somebody else on live TV and on on one of the largest world stages there is. Um, Also a formal stage. Like, this wasn't like... This was a among your constituents, well. among your peers, your colleagues, prestigious, like, like your yes. best behavior is expected at these types of things. But e- even there is no justification, like even no, I know. saying yeah. any of that. Like if I was at your house and I came up and slapped you <laughs> because I didn't yeah. like something you said, audience or not, I assaulted yeah. you. It is yeah. not acceptable behavior. Yeah. And, like, honestly, yeah. I'm not going to – I don't want to get into it in terms of, like, preaching about, like, why you're not supposed to slap or hit people. <laughs> don't abuse because, people. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure we learned that in kindergarten. If you didn't, well, learn if it. If you didn't, then you think we're wrong and you're on yeah. Will Smith's side. <laughs> but the thing that I loved about it, because I, I love kind of unpacking 
the, uh, the the things the goings on around this situation a man slapped another man terrible not supposed to do that assault like you must feel absolutely ridiculous will smith but um yeah. but the thing that what i was saying is with words i personally right. and this is a show for women we know this i love my girls i don't hate on women but i really feel a lot of the onus in this situation is on jada And because not for Will's actions, he's a grown ass man. He did what he did. Um, But I think that he is so broken. Jada has dragged this man through like just everything. Very embarrassing thing. She has full on exposed every little detail. And obviously it's TV, media, whatever. I don't know how much of it was like planned and like. I'm sure most of it, but it does feel like Will Smith is a broken and unhinged individual <laughs> right now. And I've, I'm a big Will Smith fan. I've loved everything he's done. Like, I, I, I think he's a and fantastic actually, actor. I actually believe that he was probably like a pretty good dude, like a good, had a good character and really just wanted to be a good husband. He's a family man. That's what I, my perception of him is. And I, I don't think it's wrong, to be honest. No, and I will say, too, this all happened, and I totally forgot that he had won an Oscar because of this, well, you know, completely clouded yeah. all that. So I will, I do want to quickly say um, what he played, uh, what he won his Oscar for, He it was such a great movie, and I did watch it anyways, even though I think you're such a loser, Will Smith, for doing this, because it's just like... You try, he, he preaches that he, you know, has to be a role model to so many because of his race, because of, you know, everything. And then he goes and like, what lets it all fly away because of like, in my opinion, and I don't even want to say this, um, you know, I can't imagine what she's going through with her hair loss, but like, he laughed at the joke. Like, you look like an idiot because why? You laughed at the joke. Your wife got mad that you laughed because she obviously was upset. So then he has to go and like make it up to her by slapping like but it's that's insane. what i mean i mean there's so many things to unpack here and we don't have the time to fully do it but that's my point is that he laughed because he's a comedian yeah. and so is yeah. chris rock well and, and you have to expect that because that's what they do i think and this what exactly and i think jada is pretentious herself i think she is very self-righteous and this is my opinion based on things that i've seen like her her red table talk like i appreciate that she's bringing awareness to certain topics issues trying to um make things less taboo like we do too i appreciate that but i also think a lot of like things she says and does is almost like to give herself um permission and yeah, he laughed first because that's your natural reaction because it's a funny joke. Well, I think even the fact that she assumed nice that show, Chris, yeah, I, it, they that's part of it, like you said. Because, yeah, well, even if it was not a nice joke, um, first of all, you have to expect this because that's what happens. Like they poke fun at things. But also, as he was saying, you do have to put on um, a certain face because this is what happens. Like you do have to... Take it, even if you don't like the joke, you have to smile because that's like you have to put on that, I don't, you know, like that, I guess, professional face, that like um, good hearted nature kind of, I guess, in the face of these things. It's because it's all part of, you know, the show. It's part of the like, job. You know what I'm saying. It's part of the, the show. job. It's part story. of the job. That's what I mean. And, and that's and what I he agree. said. But then he just like changed his mind really quick and then went crazy. 
Yeah, and well, for sure, because and that's why I say like he's so broken because he probably assumed Jada was laughing along and then saw that she wasn't and had and panicked. That was a panic response. Yeah. That was like an animalistic yeah, response. Like <laughs> you could have yelled out the same way that he did after the slap and probably got your point across just as well, right? Like I would still stop think fucking that was keep your dramatic. name, my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Like that in a silent giant room that amplifies your voice, like everyone would have been in shock just as much. But yeah. also be a professional and take the joke in stride. You speak to him after, just like any normal person or should even if or he would had yelled something to him, just being like heckled too back. far, too far. Yeah. And that's or, why I say, hey, Chris, that, like, shut up. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Like, so aggressive how he did it made it all so amplified. But going back to what you said about um, <laughs> how she's, like, made him a broken man because of what she's done. And again, we are not uh, uh, women or shaming at all. This is specific to this moment um, and what we've seen. I will disclaimer that. But... The, uh, so many comedians are like, what the fuck if he's going to be mad at anyone? Be mad at, like, the man that she cheated on him with. Well, that's what I say. Any like, other he's, it's so out of, you could tell it's out of desperation because I think that he probably just really does love her and wants to be with her and wants to be partners in life. And she clearly has had other, like, plans, other preferences, other desires. And no hate on that either. Like, we're humans we change our mind sometimes and yeah. do things that maybe we shouldn't do and hurt other people that you don't necessarily mean to hurt and other we're people not but privy it happens to their relationship. but of course not we are strictly speaking on like the perception that we of the things that we have seen but that's why I say Jada is kind of pretentious because like Chris Rock claims he doesn't know that she suffered from alopecia if everyone's like oh well, how did he not know i didn't know like, and I'm not Apparently in that she circle. she said something about Right, it. but like, but just. What, do we think that Chris Rock combs the internet looking for Jada's health status? As if like, he's not, pr- like, planning and preparing for an But Oscars I just don't think that celebrities gig. actually know everything about each other the way the of rest course of they like, don't. the world Nobody thinks they fuck. do. They don't. I think they purposely actively avoid a lot of, like, Tabloids. the gossip stuff. And yeah, yeah and so... If she's mad because she feels he should have known and how dare he, fine. It was a bad taste joke. Fine. It was. It's not the first um, the Oscars will see or certainly not the exactly. last. Exactly. Well, but now comedians are going to check themselves big time. No, Either that. I don't know. They're going to go gonna have a like, heyday with you. this situation forever. Yeah. But but yeah. I just, what I wanted to say about the, the wording is, and why I said it at the beginning of the show, is that I find it interesting and this is why I put a lot of it on Jada is because she she just gets to decide that she was in an entanglement. That's how she describes her <laughs> situation yeah. with August. And to me, it's like, no, you fucking had an affair. Like you cheated. It is what it is. Own it. Like it sucks, but own it. Don't change the word to lessen the situation to make yourself feel more like entitled to do that because if anybody watched that red table talk she basically and at the end is like i have the right and you kind of do i'm not saying you don't you can do whatever you want but there's consequences to our actions as we know and (laughs) will certainly feeling those but the i just find it funny that celebrities often use these terms to kind of like explain away their behavior or justify behaviors Mm -hmm. so like entanglement what does that mean 
That's like when my hair gets tangled. It's an, it's yeah. an entanglement, okay? Like <laughs> that's what an entanglement is. gets tangled in exactly. your hair. That's what it's, I think of when I think we, of entanglement. Exactly. Not, Not a full-on affair and jeopardization yeah, of a marriage. <laughs> of a very long-term marriage. and Because then there's things like uncoupling. You broke up. Yeah. You didn't I like uncouple. That. You I broke like up. you're calling attention to this because it's kind of like, who the fuck are you to call it? Yeah, I, why do you I get Will, a special term? Yeah, especially when you've done something one. wrong. So now you're not only not owning it, you are trying to take the onus off. Like it's like double the jab. It's like you that's know what, what I mean. mean. Like it's, she, it's an explaining away of my behaviors. Well, I I had an entanglement, not an affair, or I didn't yeah. cheat. I had an entanglement. Yeah. Like what does that mean? Like how does that make what you did different if you were? terming it as an affair and like right. uncoupling isn't doing something wrong you broke up or you divorced you separated whatever why do you have this term what does that mean how is that different from what it actually is and so I just I just find that we as a society that are not in Hollyweird kind of get caught up in this well she had an entanglement like so now we're justifying we're explaining away for these celebrities we not we no no, but I but, think most normal people that maybe aren't in Hollyweird, which is fitting for this comment, would be like, shut the fuck up, you loser. Like, you cheated. Or y'all are divorcing, as you said. Well, like, that's what I, I say. Like, like, if you or any of our people in our circle came up and were like, I had an entanglement, you'd be like, oh, so you cheated. <laughs> like, well, first of all, I'd be like, what do you mean? What tangled? Like, what I, does I, that it, to mean? Me, I exactly. would not go there because that's not what it's called. <laughs> But we give, but that's what I, that, that's the thing. We give these celebrities so much grace to like make just regular people mistakes. But when they do it, often it is less serious or, oh, well, well you know, yeah. it was an entanglement. And because if we entangled in our relationships, I don't think we'd have our husband. There's no grace. Running around. No. And I don't think people would. It, it, it's it's like you're not only are you getting off almost scot-free and again this is all if will had been like no bitch you cheated we're done that's fair okay it, to each their own in their relationship they're if they're fine with calling it an entanglement and then living with it okay um and i've said this before too like i don't necessarily think that cheating is black and white like there is more that goes into it so i do understand how things can you know be unique to the situation but I feel like it's like a triple like a triple fuck you to the situation because it's not only like yes I cheated uh yes I'm gonna tell you about it but I'm gonna call it something else and then now you have to accept my terminology which takes away my you know uh responsibility in the situation it's like and and sort of devalues the emotion that that they would be Will, feeling for this yeah. in this example obviously we're talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett but it's like you don't get to feel as like broken and hurt by it because it's not actually an affair it was an entanglement like it's just it just again <laughs> so it distracts insane. from what the issue is and then gives that person grace to like you know kind of explain themselves explain away what they've done and and that yeah. just full circle like that's why i think this is what drove Will. I think he was just done. Like he just had, he was so desperate to be like, Jada, just, I, I don't even care. You can 
have sex with a hundred men, but no one's gonna diss you and uh, like in front of me, and I'm gonna be your man, yeah, and I'm gonna defend you, and I'm that. going to like, I literally am going to fight for you. And and I'm not saying Jada would have encouraged that. I'm sure she obviously had no idea she was not. But then it was like all hunky dory. And going back to his speech was the most hypocritical thing he could have said. Yeah. After oh, doing course. that and then saying what he said, it was like I was just I literally my eyes were wide open and my jaw was dropped because I was like I am watching somebody now explain away a completely different situation like and and people yeah. are like oh well he apologized no he didn't apologize in that speech he kind of was like I'm sorry. For disrupting the night he did not apologize to chris rock it came out later which is obvious like publicists got a hold of it and was like oh my god what are we gonna do like i get the pr team was going <laughs> crazy um but i just found uh, that was my first reaction too is like you overshadowed your own huge moment like i you had can never get that back about the fact that he won and then i re- was like oh yeah what the fuck did he even win for it i had to go back and google it after best actually that was yeah best actor like his first one too it's just no he won for ali he did i thought it was his and i think he won for another one i think he was nominated i believe that was his first but we'll fact check that but like imagine like leonardo dicaprio winning when he won his first oscar for um the revenant for the revenant and an um, insanely good movie. Like, imagine, though. Like, he has waited for years and years and years. He should have won for pretty much every movie he's ever done. Every movie. But imagine he, like, came up and slapped someone first. Like, it's just, it's it's so but insane. But he wouldn't and do you- that because I think that that would, I think he knew, well, and I'm speaking for Leo because I know Leo. Um, but I feel <laughs> like he would never fucking do that because this is a huge honor. And, you know, guys... I think I that's part of, of what people, they work for, right? Like that's that is what yeah, the you strive for to their be. Work. Like at, in a corporate job, you work for that promotion. That's your Oscar. Like for a lot of people, like it's important to a lot of these celebrities. Yeah, and so even though, I, like you know, Ian will be the first person to say that um, the Oscars is shit because it doesn't, you know, represent everyone in the industry. Oh, for and sure, it's, it's not very, inclusive. There's a lot of exactly. things wrong with the Oscars, but it's still many of many. Yeah. And and this is just fucking same with the them. Grammys, like, too. Right. Oh, like any sure. of these award, award shows, shows, it is all owned. And we know this like and this is a whole other topic, but like it's owned by like wit, rich white guys and like they yeah, dictate exactly. most of it. And and I mean, that's a whole issue in itself. And obviously there was Oscars so white like we've already We've already done that. Like and and this is and, and that's the other thing. I felt that will set um you know, right. people of color back a little bit. Like it was um you know, because there was there is stigma, not that we agree, but like there's people that believe certain things that are flat out racist and this is their opportunity to be like, see, this is why and it's like and it's horrible and it's wrong. And he represented so much um for his industry for his community for like his people and he just took so much away from himself and all of that which is just really unfortunate but he has mental health issues like there's a mental health issue here in my opinion um and i i do hope he gets the help he needs and like unfortunately no you you're not recovering from this you can't go back in time you can never take that back that is a stain on your reputation and your legacy and it should be because if anyone else did anything like that 
in the world. Like, imagine if you're just at fucking work and you got up and slapped somebody. Like, <laughs> you know, you would be fired. You'd like, be fired and yeah, charged. And charged. And that's the thing. So, like, imagine I'm sorry. you're sitting in the boardroom and someone's like, oh, Lauren, that's a funny shirt. And I just wander or over. Or not even. It's slap. like, oh, Justin, blah, blah, blah. And you're, and you're like, yeah, that is kind of funny. And then. You're like, wait a minute, and then get up and like slap. <laughs> like it's insane. Minute. And so I think for any normal person experiencing that, and and you know what, people make mistakes, but there are consequences that. Well, that's else the would crazy thing about this moment is that uh, yes, we all make mistakes. Of course, we're inherently flawed species, um, more designed to make mistakes than not. I think, but like, it it was a. It was a thought, like it was a conscious moment up that he had. For like a you long laughed, time. then changed your disposition. He looked over and saw his wife. Thought, and was like, how am I going to rectify this so Jada doesn't kill me later? Oh, I'm gonna go slap him. You got up and you did that. You did that whole action. And he, now, if he had have said something, even in his speech after, just to have been like, you know what? And also, like, I don't appreciate you making fun of my wife's hair. She's going through something. You know how much more meaningful yeah. and really getting the point across and then definitely not detracting from his win that would have been. But for some reason, this man who preaches that he has to always be like, you know, on, on his best behavior and, and shit really just forgot about those lessons. <laughs> in that. Two minutes you won't forget time. now. <laughs> well, oh. it was it was a last week was a whole week of just like crazy, not crazy necessarily. Well, that was crazy, but like just celebrity stuff. Where I hope some people that are so like just polarized by that world, by Hollywood, Holly Weird, are starting to kind of be like, ugh, it's a bit gross. Like, yes, yeah. I know you and I have the way we feel, and I mean, I love it. I love. Their talent. Same. I love movies. So I love entertainment. I love what they can do. I can't do those things. But I do think it really just keeps hammering home. Like, these are just humans. Like, that get yeah. paid an obnoxious amount of money to be human. Um, yeah. And some, mo- many of them are insanely talented. And, yes, they deserve it. But, like, just to add on to, like, some celebrity stuff is the Kim Kardashian comment, right? Get your fucking ass up and work. Oh, yeah. So she tried to explain that away. Um on whatever show I think in the morning show with Gail and because she asked her about it and she's like well that's not what I meant and it got taken out of context which for sure those things do it's sound bites we get it it's all for clickbait but I did listen to her response and it just it's so she's just so disconnected and it I don't personally feel that it like helped her case it was like no you're just you're saying like, oh, but you can make it big on social media if you put the work on in and you can, you know, do this. You don't know that, Kim. Like, you yeah. don't have to do anything. You never did. So you cannot, you really just aren't the right person to be speaking on work ethic and like, you Even know. Even if she does work all the time. And she does little, and she works it's hard. It's a little interesting. Yeah, and it's not to discredit that at all. It's just funny that, and this is what um, came out of it, was all the memes talking about her saying, oh, right, and remind us where you got your start and where you got your big work ethic from. 
Your sex tape? Oh, okay. So maybe we should try that. Like, but like, but the thing, the bigger for sure. That's obvious. Like that, uh, there's a stain on and her again, life. She's never gonna about, like get rid of that. But I'm not but, trying to stigmatize your sex tape. I'm just saying that it's an, a little well, different. Her dad than get up and was work. the lawyer for O.J. Simpson. The biggest, yeah, yeah. She like, was already rich. arguably <laughs> the biggest case to ever hit, um, like North America, right? Um, most publicized, most like notarized like it's just everything so but my thing with that is that while she is a hard-working woman clearly she has built an empire not alone obviously and not without resources obviously to begin with but the difference that I took from that as a regular <laughs> Joe Schmo white-collar working person is yes of, I agree you have to do the work if you want to see any results but the thing is you can do the work but then you can also just not you have the yeah. luxury of just not doing it. You can go to a private island forever if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't, I can't do that. Like, it's not just about how much work you're putting in. It's about what I also have to. Like, you have a choice and most people that heard you don't have that choice. And that's and where you're toned most people are fucking at. working and they're yeah. struggling and they are in poverty still, and it's just very tone deaf because it's like, yes. what do you think I fucking do all day? You uh, can't relate, so you shouldn't speak on things that you can't relate to in in, even if, in her position. Again, you know, I probably say the wrong thing all the time. Um, it must be very difficult to always try to say the right thing For sure. at all times. Can't navigate and, that. And, Right, and and Perfectly. to be fair, also, she does work really hard, so it's not like she is just talking out of her ass, but again, in a perfect world, she would have the, the wherewithal to not be so tone deaf on a situation where um, she really isn't aware of how most of the world lives. Oh, she's not aware. She can't be, because she's never had to experience it. She knows that that exists. The working she class knows that that and might be possible. impoverished people, and and like she's trying to do good and becoming a lawyer and all the things, good, good. But I just, yeah, it's it's just celebrities are just such an interesting study, in my opinion, and I I love talking about it because there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that like who are you like how because like, they what are, are you? human and we they have are to human. call them human, but then they are so far unhuman. <laughs> Like, yes. Yeah. Because we because we can't relate to them in the yeah. same boat, right? Um, and no, and but, we never will, and we'll never have a, even a close well, idea. We might, like, because our podcast wow. will make us famous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like Think on our way. That. We're we're working yeah. hard, Kim. <laughs> like we'll remember you, people. Like you little people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll um, no, Kim but is like our friend when Kim's our friend, we're like, yeah, all that shit we talked about you. Sorry. Don't hate us. We're like, we took your advice and we worked really fucking hard because we didn't and know we to do that tape. before. <laughs> Thank God for your wisdom that you imparted on us all. Thank God. Now God I know what I need tape. to be doing. <laughs> Fuck someone on camera and work Fuck hard. another celeb on camera <laughs> already being a rich And get my mom to and... release it to the internet. <laughs> Your mom, just slip this oh. onto your Facebook. Send this out to your group chat. Facebook. <laughs> well, that's the only thing she has. The so that's key where to success, have to start. folks. You heard yeah. it here. <laughs> yeah. Your mom sends Kim out your sex tape. 
or Chris is seriously <laughs> like she's a work of art. Like, you know what? She's Fuck a you, Kim. she. We're only she needs to, to be Chris talking on say. working yeah. hard. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But you know who right now is the most relatable celebrity and it just dawned on me like on one of her last posts and we obviously talk about her always but it's Britney Spears. I know. I was, Britney I was is all of us too. on Instagram. Yeah. Britney is she all is of us. going cr- No, no, what she is No, is she's all of us. The random an older woman. No, she's an older lady that doesn't seem to quite get how to work social media. Not that she's old. She's maybe like a mother. No, she's like (laughs) not as well. Okay, us. Us like (laughs) she's like my mom on social media. Like doesn't quite get it. Like gets it totally. But like, you know, isn't like suave with it. Why is suave my word today? (laughs) Suave is the um, word of the day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) she's like kind of like that. Like she reminds me of like an an a mom one of our moms on social media, like just navigating. That's what I'm getting from her. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I love it because yes, I agree with you, but I also think like she's been so sheltered and like everything totally. she's done has been dictated to her. She's had to follow some kind of so rules and agenda. So go on with your bad self. I'm so not go on with sure. your bad self. But I just feel like she is all of us. She's just like out there taking like, terrible selfies terrible selfies um but even i but like loving trying on clothes and like being like oh this is what i wore today outfit of the day post like also that's just i mean showing an older mom bits of like her life anymore i know but i feel like that's kind of a lot of what my personal social is like the pod is a much more curated well no, thought out. you would never post a trash ball <laughs> outfit and be like Odie of the day like <laughs> You wouldn't. Maybe you would have done that when, <laughs> like, 10 years would. ago when Facebook started. Um, but you wouldn't do oh. that now. It's not how it works that, anymore. That is a memory lane. We're going to have – we should do that. We need to start reading our original, like, from 10 years ago uh, Facebook post. fucking not. Because that is – quality content it's right my there. most mortifying times was i know I, and i just think it's hilarious when the memories pop up i'm like what was i thinking no, and I, doing I, like why I, I don't look at back at that and think oh uh, i look back at that and think you fucking piece of shit like <laughs> i don't want to know <laughs> you're so hard on yourself i know I no self-love when it comes to old facebook activity and well, i don't like, go we were on new facebook to, anymore, like but... everyone was new everyone was doing it though that's the best part it wasn't like you were just weird everybody <laughs> was like I, I brushed my teeth 10 minutes ago or it's like that is all <laughs> or what you would be like call me bitch the like, song lyrics oh, for your mood in that exact moment that was more like msn <laughs> remember msn and you oh, yeah. were alternating like cap like lowercase capital lowercase capital like, for the word like humans are just the most hilarious thing because like you hand us internet and like <laughs> freedoms to just like randomly put your yeah, life you, out you there you can't be allowing chat, us these freedoms <laughs> chat with people and look what we do with it just I honestly flat out disasters like you know what's really cool uppercase lowercase uppercase lowercase like, so I am setting a trend right now just so but can I tell knows. you how I was unique because Smiley everyone face. would do um uppercase then lowercase but I always started with the lowercase and uppercase and I thought oh I was fucking cool Ermagerd. 
Seeing why I'm mad at myself, it's that bad. (laughs) You're like, you know what I'm going to do to be different? I'm going to (laughs) start with the lowercase. Mike drop on that one. And be proud. And And be be so proud. And and you definitely did. Like, you finished doing your, like, handle or your name or whatever, your status, and you finished it, and you're like, yes. That was good. Oh, one. yeah. Like, you've, you know, made sense of were satisfaction. Uppercase J's to start and I had a lowercase J. Like, wow. <laughs> You're like, wow. Yo, I am different. <laughs> I am in a whole other class. Okay. <laughs> but oh. uh, I mean, we could go back, back. Like, what was your first email address name? Because I can't even say it out loud. I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> you have to say it out loud. I will, will, I will not. tell you mine. Okay, I'll go first. You go first. (laughs) I can't even say it aloud either. (laughs) Don't ask. (laughs) You can't ask why I came up with this because I don't know. Same. And now it is sort of like almost um, like misappropriation. But anyway. (laughs) Okay. Hawaiian chica. Oh my. Because I am not Hawaiian, Hawaiian and Mexican. <laughs> like I said, it's borderlines on misappropriation. That it's like that is an insane thing to do. <laughs> it's like American girl, like when you're Canadian. <laughs> that is crazy. Okay. But I, I'm not Hawaiian or a chica. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think it was Hawaiian chica zero zero. I think at what at Hotmail, I'll be. I know, and are we are we in old for still hot? I still have a Hotmail. I have both, but I still have a Hotmail. No, I don't. Well, I mean, um, Hawaiian Chica probably exists out there somewhere. <laughs> I can't. I can't. She's that. still going strong. And you know what? I had to be told <laughs> one day. Someone's like, I think you should change your email address. It's not very professional. It's like, <laughs> oh. I guess. Oh. 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 <laughs> I, that never dawned on me. What do you mean? That thought has literally never occurred. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. What was yours? You have to say it. Okay. Now. I don't even want to say mine, but I will say one. I knew this girl. I, no, you're okay. saying yours. Okay, don't. I will say mine, but first I have to tell you. That, so mine was, and I remember making it. Um, oh, I remember I making think, mine. I don't even think mine was at Hotmail. I think it was like AOL or like, I don't even know. And my dad, I'm like, dad, what do I make it? And he was like, and there was a can of Pepsi sitting right there. And he's know. like, make it Pepsi gal. <laughs> I love that your dad's like, gal, gal dam. <laughs> Obviously, Jess, <laughs> Pepsi gal. So it was G-Y-A-L, if you didn't know. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Good one. G-A-L 28 at AOL or Yahoo. I don't even know what it was. (laughs) I did have a Yahoo, too. but That didn't last long. um, (laughs) Pepsi gal. Pepsi gal. (laughs) Just straight stealing a brand name. (laughs) Talk about appropriation. But so this is... None of those shine a light on this girl's, um, I think she was like a friend. I don't even know. But anyways, I remember adding her to MSN and her, and she was also a redhead 
named Jess and her email address. And I thought mine was embarrassing. Like, if you ever are embarrassed of your first email address, just be so thankful yours wasn't uh, hers and you had the wherewithal to know. It was in, like, uh, slang. Like, so if it was, like, redhead, it'd be, like, R3D. Like, you know what I mean? So So redheaded slut. <laughs> at hotmail or something.com. But, like, also, like, why do you want to call yourself that? You're like, she yeah, was I'm like proud. 12. I was like, Ooh. yeah, girl. Yeah, so girl. that's what it was. <laughs> like, I'm like, Pepsi gal. <laughs> and hers is redheaded slut. And I was like, oh, even I knew. I'm like, that's fucked. <laughs> like, that's not good. Don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember, like, I, I knew a girl and hers was Fubu girl. Like Fubu, Fubu. Oh yeah, tons like of sixty nines in there. Oh yeah, you had to have the sixty nine because like you well, don't put I numbers unless they're sixty nine. Because like what? Actually, you know what? Was mine Hawaiian Chica sixty nine? No, it wasn't. Ew, it was zero stop. zero. It was definitely zero zero because I did have that. <laughs> no, you'd be too young to do I did Hawaiian have, Chica yeah. and then sixty nine. No, you're too I young. Have, yeah, I think I was like twelve. Yeah, so, so if you're t- if you're young enough to do Hawaiian Chica, you're too young to put 69 in there. But no, one of my friends did have 69, and she it was actually like a fluke. Like, she didn't know, and then she had this with her name. Like, oh my God, just <laughs> honestly, like the things. This is what I mean. Who let us have the internet? Like, this was a mistake. Humans cannot yeah. have this kind of, like, technology. We don't know how to handle ourselves. We're with great an embarrassment. Comes great responsibility. It, seriously. And we don't know what we're doing. And it just escalated, and now we're here. Now the the world had only fans. Like, <laughs> we're like, fuck a name. Look at my pussy. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. For a dollar. A dollar. Want. Yeah. We did a, we did an OnlyFans deep dive on, on our, someone else's show, and that was in... That was that was a moment of time. Yeah, that was our first was... deep dive on OnlyFans, and and we learned some stuff. We we learned some things we didn't want to learn. We learned but... anatomy. <laughs> we learned that people are fucking crazy for feet, which is weird, but gross feet too. Not and not feet. yeah, not even nice feet. Like I don't think any feet are sexually arousing, but like you know, a nice foot <laughs> versus an ugly one. <laughs> feet are nasty. I don't even care. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not like a weirdo against feet. It doesn't bother me. They don't bother me. But like, I'm never looking at a foot and being like, oh, fuck yeah. You know. Oh, fuck yeah. That's getting me going. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'm about to start snapping any kind of fucking foot pick anybody wants with like the way prices are going up. Like, honestly, yeah. like, what I do you want? You want a knee? <laughs> I got a nice knee. <laughs> a knee. I'll stick it in something. Like, honestly. I was going to say nobody fucking wants a knee, but then you'd never fucking know. <laughs> Well, maybe that's I, like, what we rub, learned from only rub fans. something on it or i don't know Ew. like what <laughs> fine an elbow <laughs> i think we should i think we have to end here like yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> we don't know what happened there we um just took where a turn. did this conversation go unclear um <laughs> but <laughs> well i mean Obviously, Jess, we are, and I'm speaking for our listeners, so excited for you, and we cannot wait to hear more, and like, as the things unfold, it is a huge moment, not to be overshadowed by Will Smith, OnlyFans, (laughs) or our email 
addresses when we were 12. Um, Fair. As, as your co-host and your friend, I am just very excited for you because it's, it's, you know, I was worried if you would even ever get engaged, to be honest. But oh, only because, <laughs> not because you were undesirable, because you're very desirable, but because Thank you for clarifying. I don't know if you, I was wondering, like, is she ever going to, like, let a man take her off the market? I don't know. Fair. It, it, it did take a lot of, you know, wrangling on his behalf. It, I was and a, a tough sell. you had to, like, settle down. You just, you finally yeah. were like, no, this is, this is the one. So that says a lot. Ian is a great man, and I'm, like, so happy for you both Aww, because I thanks, do think babe. you guys are destined for forever happiness. So that, there's my wedding speech. So now I don't have don't to do Don't give me heart palpitations. I was just getting okay <laughs> with the fact that I was engaged. It's like, commitment issues. Uh, it's for life. So have yeah. fun with that. Mm, what? Um, <laughs> and on that note, everyone, remember please, to follow. Please, yeah, please follow us um, on at perspective underscore podcast on Instagram. Please rate and review on Apple and uh, share with your friends. Thanks so awesome. much. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.